It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipsal podcast, coming to you live from Palermo's of 63rd at 3751 West 63rd Street in Chicago. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now, even now, Jerry Reinsdorf is making money hand over fist. I didn't know Chicago went this far west. Yeah, 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 you did. Nah, I, I'm not good with addresses. Okay. I just, it feels what more west than Chicago. Well, so, how, what west are you? We're like, at 3751 West 63rd. Eight, I'm just saying, it seemed... 1800? Like, yeah, I'm like 1800. That's, uh, this is more than twice as west as I'm used to. So, and Western Avenue is 2400. So, Correct. yeah, that's that's as far west as the city goes. It should why would it be called Western Avenue if that's not the western border? It's because See? It actually See? no, it wasn't it was named that in the early days because there used to be a bunch of movie studios there and they made westerns. See, you don't know anything. You don't. Okay. I knew you didn't know anything. Yeah. Whatever. Well, it's, As, it's west. I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. So this is like well, one of your places that's cool because it's far away. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you were able to make it. You know, did you take the space shuttle here? I thought about it. Okay. Um, just you know, I felt like I was on the Amazing Race. Plus, you gave me that weird job to do. Okay. So, um, All right. Anyway, how about a couple jokes? Yeah, let's do that. That's let's lighten it up a little bit. Hey Matt, do you know my dad is so old? Really? Yeah. How he, old is he? Well, glad you asked. He's so old he remembers he remembers when vaudeville jumped over Fonzie. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um how long does it take two dads to change a light bulb? Um, it takes one to hold the light bulb and it takes the other to talk about how great the old light bulb was and how, what a shame it is that it burned out. But how long would that take? It takes as long as your dad's arm is. It's close. It takes Todd about four hours. Most of that's prep time. I'm there too, but I just watch Todd do all the work. Okay. All right. Um, Ooh, good one. Thank you. Thank you. Do you know what happens when you cross a dad with a kangaroo? Yeah, you get uh, Australian dad. Nope. It, the, it's I'm, the, I, your, I don't, it's your no, uncle that no, was, is a no, prisoner. No, 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 no. I don't know what you get, but you don't want it to kick you in the face. Hmm. Those were good. Those were Is, good. Yeah, where's the, audience the crack? Will love them. Where's the crack of the bat? You hitting a a line drive? Yeah, that, that didn't sound like that. That's right. like what happens when you fall into the pit in the video game, Matt. And yeah. Matt just fell in the pit. Uh, well, someone hopefully will reach down and pull me back up out of the pit. I don't know. I don't know. Guess somebody with longer arms than your dad. 
Yeah, if you ha- so if you have really long, is it like a lever system or a lever? No, it's pulleys. Because well, if it, if you have a longer lever arm, isn't that better? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I thought you knew everything about arm length. Um. Well, here's here's something that you might not have known about today. And May second. Yes. So on this day in 1939, you know who the Iron Horse was, right? Lou Gehrig. Correct. He ended his streak of consecutive games played at 2,130 on this day in 1939. Oh, that's a big uh, historical event. You know who broke the record, right? Cal Ripken, Jr. Correct. Okay, I thought you were going to forget the junior, and then I was going to just jump all over that and just roast you into the ground. I'm used to you giving me deadlines at the very last minute that are impossible to meet, so I'm not going to screw that up. Here's here's one. This one I know you know. In 1997, you, you know which Labour Party leader became Prime Minister of the UK. You know. Yeah, that British guy. Yeah, say it. Say Tony it. Blair. Correct. I knew you yeah. would know. Yeah. You're, it's if if you if our listeners haven't figured it out, you are an Anglophile. The whether you like about, to like it or not. The the funny thing about Tony Blair, he's what it's called in certain circles a firsty firsty. Okay. He has two first names as his name. Uh-huh. What's confusing about him is that he's has both a male and a female name, and like Tony could be male and f- male or female, and Blair could be male or female. Right. So, so what's that? When people are complaining about a like firsty, gender firsty identity cubed now, cubed or something, he was elected prime minister like thirty years ago. So people should be over this by now. Correct. That's, that's good one. The big lesson there. Right. Also, good exaggeration. Saying it was thirty years ago. Um, Sorry. Okay, 1920, the Negro National League, founded by none other than Rube Foster, held its first game. It was considered the first successful professional baseball league for African Americans, and notable players included Cool Papa Bell and Satchel Paige. Um, That was a a good one there because I was about to... Cue the bu- bu- the booing the booing sound sound effects. Uh-huh. But then you went into like the history of the Negro League. So if I then booed that, then I would look like you would jerk. be instantly canceled. Right, right. And I would just so, have to do this show by myself. Way to use the Negro Leagues as a human shield. Okay, well, good job. Thank you. I'm, I'm just I'm like ex- I accept your compliment, and I mean Eight. it. Yep, from the heart. And- and in 1892, Count Bastardo, also known as the Chartreuse Baron, a top aviator and leading ace in World War I, was born in what They're is char- now Poland, actually. But at the time, it was Germany. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like another in the long line of Polish war heroes. Yes. Kazimierz Pulaski. Right. The guy who invented the screen door on the submarine. Correct. You know, the chartreuse falcon. Yeah. 
uh, so, Baron. Chartreuse Baron, sorry. Yeah. You're right. It's okay. You're right. You said that. I no, am. I mean. I am right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I am. It's more trying to be friendly. You know. Yep. I am too. You oh. could still be friends and be right. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Well, that's Sound that effects. was. This is a really hor- historical pew. day. Pew pew pew. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, that's just like that's like a pallet. But there was a tornado right coming. No, that now means listen. like move on. It does. So I was laying in in my bed the other day, thinking of you. Oh, as is often the great. case, and. Then I was thinking about other things like, well, I won't get into that right now. We can cover that later. But it occurred to me that I just had this feeling deep down that maybe it was time for me to to pass something on to you that I've been holding on to. And I've, I've already had RSV, so I don't know if I can get it again. Well, as you may recall... The city of Chicago uh, was in the running for the Olympics. I think they yes. were going to be the 2016 Olympics. That's right. Right. And it was an exciting time to be in Chicago if you were sort of a, a younger, less aware person, such as myself at the time. And I remember being sort of bent out of shape about the Olympics and being excited and then mad and then. Then finally later realizing, you know, that that, you know, who knows what sort of ridiculous problems would have arisen from that, you know, cash grab. Uh, But anyway, so, you know, maybe it's a good thing, I guess, that Chicago didn't get the Olympics. One thing people don't know, though, is that I went to the um, I went to like an auction of at the Olympic offices when they were closing them down. And I actually won the Chicago, the torch that they were going to use for Chicago. And oh. it, it looks like a giant kielbasa, first of all. Um, that sounds right. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, it has a bunch of branding on the side, which I won't talk about since we're not sponsored yet. But right. anyway, um, so anyway, so I have it now and I, I call it the Chicago Torch and I realized it's time for me to pass it on to you. Now, You're kidding. No, I did a little bit of math and I calculated the amount of days that I lived in Chicago uh, and I got 6,516 days and then i thought a lot of days yeah i guess but then i asked you to do a little bit of research which you of course had to make into like a big production and then you made a joke about it and then you were like oh you're you're making me feel like i'm in the amazing race oh yeah Yeah. okay i think i clearly won with a start date of august 24th 2002 no, 2004. You have lived you have lived in Chicago for 6824 days. That means you've lived you've lived 
in the city 308 days longer than I, which means it's well past time to pass the torch to you because somebody has to carry it around. Yeah, that's true. Right. So I'm passing it to you. And now that you have it, I feel like we need to lay down a few ground rules. And Wait, I have the torch. Why when do I, I pass to... it to you, you look, do you want there it or rules not? rules that go on? I don't know. What are the rules? Okay. Well, this is really, I thought, I thought about a bunch of different things that I thought were important for you to do in order to maintain possession. But I think the most important thing for me is I want you to, in order to continue carrying the torch in the right direction, you know, not like setting it down and then forgetting about it and then it goes out. You, yeah, then, you don't want carrion to come when you abandon it and pick at the kielbasa. No, no. I understand. Um, I thought about a lot, thought about it a lot. The most important thing I think for you is to keep trying new pizza places, which is, by the way, why I brought us to this pizza place today. And we haven't had it yet, so you don't, you know. I, I don't have anything. It's Palermo's. Yeah, but... So, and I, you know, I haven't been to any new pizza places in, you know, a long time since I moved from Chicago, and I only go to the old ones, and anytime I'm back in in the city and it's like, oh, let's try something new, I'm like, no, like, I I don't want to try anything new. I don't want to waste it, because I can only eat so much pizza now, which is sad, too. No, I to be, trust hold on. Me. To be fair, I believe you, but the amount of pizza that you can eat, and I'm, I include myself in this group, you still can eat a lot of pizza relative to normal people. Yeah, maybe. I can too. I think you probably can. Yeah, I mean, no, I can. I can eat a lot in one sitting. Yeah, but which I'm gonna do anyway. But I'm just saying, like, I can't have it. Like, the last time I tried this, I was in town. This was not, this was a few years ago. I ate pizza every day. That was hard on my stomach, I just have to admit. Um, But you're still alive. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, and I mean, you talk about it sort of nostalgically now. Well, anyway, so, you know, just it. one great thing, well, yes, this, and like I said, I thought about a lot of different things. One of the great things about Chicago is that even with a very sort of thriving pizza culture and like a jillion different choices, there's still more people trying to get in on the game and get their pizzas to be better than the ones that everybody says are some of the best in the world, you know, which of course is an exaggeration maybe. But so I'm just putting that out there. I trust you to do your own, you know, come up with your own goals and everything that you'll share with me that I'll approve. That's in the fine print. But anyway, but my question for you is now that you have the torch, what what do you think what 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 other than trying pizza places to stay on top of the pizza culture? What what place what do you want to do now? Great question, Matt. And I'm- 
glad you asked it. I think number one, it's been sort of a trademark in my life. I graciously accept the torch, and you can expect I'll carry it with my trademark humility, which you'll find in every endeavor. Um, I think the pizza is great. I already have at least one place that is new that I've been to that you haven't been to. Not sure if it deserves a review right now. Awesome. So we're going to skip that. Um, I think obviously I need to keep up to date on the taco scene. Specifically, okay. that's one of my things. Um, yep, yep. Clearly, Chicago sports. I think politics is important. I think you're sort of known as a guy who knows stuff about Chicago. Okay. Your issue now is that you don't actually live in Chicago and you're worried that, you know, you're, you don't know what's going on anymore. I get it. You freaked out. You gave me the torch. And well, I and you remember it, that I, I said there was no way ever, no matter what I'll be buried with that thing and you won't get it out of my cold dead hands. Okay. So, um, I, I would just say humility. You'll have a sense of pride that, you know, I'll never abuse the torch in any way that might bring dishonor to it, aside from, you know, whatever it already is. I, I don't know, Matt. I think you made the right choice, clearly. Okay. I'm, I'm maybe venturing into oh, I did something new yesterday you would have liked. See, this is something that I think you'd be proud of. I rode the Metro Electric. Oh wow, where'd you go? Uh 63rd to Millennium Station. Okay. Uh-huh. See, like that's something. See, you're interested. I could hear yeah. your interest sort of peaked. You sort of leaning in. I could hear I that. I thought you were gonna say you you rode it to Notre Dame. No, no, no. That's another okay. show, but I, I'm more into the Notre Dame of yesteryear than what it is now. I, I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, again, Metro Electric. It was quick. It was on time, not crowded. It's a little bit cheaper now. There's some sort of pilot program going on. It was like two bucks. Nice. Yeah. So, that's something you might want to know. A lot of people... You know, they come down, they go to John Barleycorn's, which, by the way, Matt, that's not open anymore, the Wrigleyville one. Oh, my God. Say, See, I don't know anything. I know. So a lot of people, you know, they're coming in, they're like, I want to go to John Barleycorn. They probably didn't even know there was a Metro Electric. Yeah, something tells me people riding the Metro Electric were not on their way to go to John Barleycorn's. They weren't. That's that's okay. true. Yes. Millennium Station, I'm not sure how great it is, uh-huh. but I saw it. Nice. You, can, you do seem to be able to walk around a lot underneath, which is cool. But again, is I that... think that's the Go one ahead. that yeah, I think you more or less can get from like Navy, to Navy Pier and then the red, blue, the red, you know, the main L station stops. Yeah. All underground from that area. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Perfect example. Um, and I'm excited about it. And uh, I feel like, you know, this was, this was a great, this was a great day, you know, even though I was off by like 300 and, you know, nine days or seven days. 
of actually passing it on the day that, but anyway, you know, nobody's perfect. And then COVID, you know, I mean, everybody's thrown off, but anyway, uh, I look forward to checking in with you periodically and, and, and seeing where the torch is today, you know? Yeah. That's that's my vision for it. Um, and then also I've been to like a couple yacht clubs recently within the past two months in Chicago. Okay. Um, okay. I noticed I've f- forgotten about this. The Chicago Yacht Club is in an old boat, and it definitely has the old boat smell. Sort of like when you go underneath to the underneath part of like a medium small sailboat, and it just smells sort of weird. Right. Yeah, I am not really that into that smell. You're not a seaman. No, no, yeah. no. I okay. think I've run out. Well, uh, also, last thing is now whenever we grill together, when we have a barbecue or whatever, we'll, we'll serve uh, Chicago torches, we'll call them. Oh. And they'll be kielbasas, you know, and then, I don't know, there'll be something shooting out of the end of them. Probably. I'd like to put that in my mouth. Yeah, me Spicy. too. Yeah, sounds good. All right, perfect. All right, well, that was great. I'm happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Don't I screw it up. I graciously accept, and you're never getting it back. Okay, I did not. I, you know, I don't want it back because that well, would mean not- for some reason you would have, you would have have to. Li- I mean, I may end up back in Chicago, but it would mean you would have had to have left Chicago. Right. For me to catch up with you. So no one's getting it. No one else I'm, is getting it. Don't forget I'm be I'm I'm not that far behind you. Well, actually every day I'm more behind. Every day you get a little bit further behind. Look, let's play thirty three. Okay, that's, terrific. That's really it's time for that. Um, okay. I I'm gonna come up with a number here. All right. All right. Go ahead and guess. Two. Yes. Yes. I'm going to give. I'm going to give. Okay. I'm ready for you. The name of the game is 33. Okay. Okay, hold on. All right. Congratulations. Okay. Um, Thank you. And uh, I owe it all to to everyone that, that reached a handout. To me, uh, a hand up, not a handout. Thank you. Uh, understood. Okay. Uh, sort of a a weird response. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you could you could sound just like very direct and and business like, or you could be like, okay, I I'm so I want so much to not respond to you that I'm just going to say that I that I understood the words you said to me and nothing else, not affirmative or anything. Just, I understand what you said, nothing. And then emoji with no mouth. Nice try. Um, yeah, I think I heard that a lot as a kid. I was always trying to pull off these kind of goofy, like crimes, like kid crimes. 
And I think I got caught a lot. And I, I think I remember my mom saying nice try to me quite a bit. Like, oh, you know, nice try, Matt. Yeah. But I locked You're... up all the matches. Yeah. Nice or, try, nice Matt. Try. I, nice try. I had the... I had the ignition in my car filled with concrete, so you can't steal my car anymore. Did that happen? So, did that happen a lot. Not once the concrete was in there. Yeah, true. Uh, she got obviously. you. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm ready to give to you. Give Are it you to ready? Me. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. All right. Leon Durham. First baseman, uh, classic Cub. He, in 1984 in the playoffs, he miscued a, field, uh, miscued a play in the field and was blamed for everything. I guess that's baseball. Um, but in real life, there's probably a lot of blame to go around. The bull, they called him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fred McGriff. Oh, the crime dog. Uh, he's he's controversial because he just got in the Hall of Fame with like this fake committee. Um, you mean the Veterans Committee? It's a newer version of that, even where like they have players from his not time the one period. Harold Baines got in with. Yes, yes. No, that one. That one. Yeah, yeah okay. the one where they put players in who shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but are they're like, oh, he was on my team for twenty years. Okay. I mean. Here's here's the thing. It sounds if a little already, bit of you're editorializing a little no, bit, maybe. No, no. Here's the thing, and this is just a fact. The Hall of Fame is controversial. Just let the writers decide everything. Deal with it. Okay. All right. Yeah. That was. I'm I'm trying as hard as I can to forget what you just said because it was so ridiculous. Thank you, Derek Lee. He was another classic Cub on the 0304 teams. Um, came from the Marlins, which is weird. Uh, I'd say, you know, you thought he was going to be like really, really great after a couple years. Then he sort of flamed out. Um, but I haven't heard anything bad about him. And what was his nickname? Derek. Cr- nope. The Postmaster General. Nobody called him that. Okay, well, they did. Um, also, no, is everyone a classic Cub? I, I Yes. Pretty much yes. every time I say any Cub's name on this podcast, you're like, oh, classic Cub. Classic They're Cub. all classic. What does that mean? It, it means every team is beloved by the fans, and they like everybody even if they're bad. That's part of okay. being a Cubs fan. Okay, so everyone's classic. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Sounds cool. Randy Myers, when he punched out the fan, classic. The guy with six fingers. Oh, yeah. Antonio Alfonseca, classic cub. Classic. Finger is his nickname. Let's move on. It's time for hurrahs and huzzahs. Martin, you have the hurrah this week. Thank you. I just had a scratch. Press the cough button. Love that. Uh, we don't have one. No, you did press it, and then that made a coughing sound. All right, go ahead. I... So, 
I was torn between what to give a hurrah to, but now that I officially have the Chicago torch, which I should have had a long time ago, I feel really comfortable in saying this. Um, we have a new mayor coming into office in the middle of May, and here is my hope. I hope that he does a good job, because that means the city will be doing well. And I hope that means that even people that didn't vote for him will say he's doing a good job. And I hope that at least in local politics, because I think this is dead and it's been dead for a long time, maybe my whole life in national politics, people will begrudgingly recognize when someone they didn't vote for is doing a good job. That's it. Yeah, one of the reasons I knew it was time to pass a torch to you is because of how wrong I was about Paul Vallis. Because I was like, you know, oh, pff, there's no you know, no way that guy has any chance. It turns out he maybe, well, he had a chance. He was he had awfully, a chance. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's hope so. You know, it if if you were talking about, and this is this is a sign of how things have changed for me. If you're talking about pretty much any other place, I would be I would just have laughed at the idea that someone would be like, well, I didn't vote for him, but he turned or her, but it turned out to work out, you know, because we're so split. But Chicago, for all its knocks about, you know, and the machine and all that crap that people keep saying about it, it's one of the few places where progressivism is alive and well. So um, anyway. Uh, my huzzah this week, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't give it to the White Sox because as I said on the show, I, I'm not going to watch any of their games until they win two in a row. So that means I haven't watched a game this entire month. It also means I'll probably never watch another one in my life based on how they're playing right now, but that might be getting ahead of myself. But instead, what I want to do is give one to somebody who, despite all his on-field successes, to me just sort of just just makes me mad. And it's Frank Thomas, because we've already been making jokes about this stuff before, but they had that stupid commercial on again uh, with where they take that like testosterone supplement or whatever it is, him and yes. Doug Flutie and that guy from the Pirates. Andy Van and, Slyke. And... I noticed, you know, and, you know, the big hurt, I mean, you know, he's 6'5", he's, you know, and I mean, he's pretty well-spoken, he knows, you know, I mean, he, nobody, he didn't cheat, which that anybody's aware of, certainly not by taking steroids anyone's aware of, um, and, you know, he ought to just, I mean, the guy was a legend, he was one of the greatest hitters of all time, he ought to just be better than he is but when i saw that commercial at the at the commercial when he says she'll like it too and he says it to the people that are he's supposedly golfing with Mm -hmm. one of them is a women a woman and he says she'll like it too and he like looks at her and then she looks at him and then she like blushes and she looks down at the ground like like what kind of message is that sending like like, well, what is she? Like, I mean, is she a prostitute? 
Like, why is she embarrassed? Like, what? why is he talking about her having sex in front of his friends? What is any of this about? Why is one of the greatest baseball players of my lifetime, who also played for my favorite team, why is he acting like this? Why? Why? Why are the White Sox so bad? It's it's just everything about them makes me mad right now. So you know what? Huzzah to you, Frank Thomas. I don't care how much money you make. I don't want to listen to you anymore. Just if you can't help fix your old team, because I know you don't care about them, and I probably don't blame you, but I just don't care. Huzzah. Whoa. Shots fired, everybody. So anyway, I hope everybody has a great week. Um, and Martin, I hope to see you carrying the torch in the marathon or something, or even just walking to Jewel. I'll, I will at least do it walking to Jewel. Although right. we're more of a Mariano's crew now. Oh, see you good. next time. Okay, bye. <laughs>